Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 15, and this is a a teaching of Jesus. Then he called the crowd to him and said to them, listen and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but it is what comes out of the mouth that defiles. Then the disciples approached him and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? Jesus answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if one blind person guides another, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, Explain this parable to us. And then he said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this is what defiles. For out of the heart come evil intentions, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I pray that you would help us to hear the word today. I pray that we would hear Jesus and we would think uh, true thoughts about his interaction with Peter and his friends. Father, we ask you to help us settle us today as we enter into this day uh, trying to think truth and to see truth come into a place of renewal in our own hearts. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So the bottom line, what Jesus is trying to get across to his friends and by extension to you and me is this. It is what is inside you that matters most. And we, like the Pharisees, tend to focus a great deal of energy on externals. See, for the Pharisees, it was cleanliness and external purity. For us, I think it's probably what I would term image management. We tend to think if I could just craft the right external, then my insides will either be fine or no one will know if they're not fine. See, the struggle that we have in our own modern day and age is really not terribly different from uh, the struggle of the Pharisees 2,000 years ago. But Jesus actually counters the Pharisees' argument in the same way that I think he would counter our own addiction to externals and image management today by reminding us that it's our insides that matter, that that our true self is manifested by what comes from that which is deep within us. And the challenge we face is that it's very hard, very difficult for us to be honest and accurate about what exists in our deep places. Um... Maybe we don't know, or maybe we just don't know how to give language to those things. And so what happens to us oftentimes, and this was true 2,000 years ago, is that we just simply try to control our externals until we can't. Um, Usually it's in a moment of unguarded uh, stress or unguarded um, excitement that something inside of us just comes leaping out. It doesn't come from nowhere. It actually comes from deep within. And so what Jesus is trying to do here is to help us understand what's going on inside of us. And y'all, one of the reasons why we decided to do this podcast is that I believe that there is a famine with regard to reflection in today's world. I think that many of us have no real sense of what's going on inside of us. 
We don't spend time in silence. We don't engage in solitude. Uh, a lack of spiritual practices leave us largely unaware of what's going on beneath the surface. But y'all, that stuff is still there. Like an iceberg lurking beneath the surface of the sea, that destructive power is still there. We need to find out what's going on beneath the surface. One of the things that I think Jesus also is inviting us to see is that we can't lead other people where we ourselves are not going. Now, he refers to the Pharisees as blind guides of the blind. He's basically saying, if they can't see, why would you follow them? They're both falling into a pit. And there's something here for all of us. I think Jesus is essentially saying that people like you and me, we will never lead and influence um, from deep places if we lack moral authority if we lack credibility. Jesus is essentially saying, know who you are and what's going on inside you so that what's going on inside you, having been tended to, will lead you into being the kind of person that people are worthy and would be worthy, you would be worthy of emulation of people following you. But he's saying the Pharisees say, do as I say, not as I do. And that's what we do, I think, oftentimes when we don't live reflective lives. But God has given each one of us the ability to exercise power regarding what's going on under the surface so that our exercise of influence in our natural circles of influence, our friendships, relationships, work relationships, will actually be redemptive. See, moral authority results from a life lived in such a way that we're worthy of emulation. It's how we join Paul in 1 Corinthians when he says, imitate me as I imitate Jesus. That should be each of us. It should be our goal. So Jesus here says, I'm going to point out sin that emerges, that give you a sense of what's going on inside you. And he points out three kinds of sins. And I would argue they're all relational. These are all relational sins, but they have different sort of points of uh, location in the relational continuum. So he speaks of hurtful intentions and words, of violence and sexual sin. He basically is thinking about how these sins show us what's going on deep inside of us. So first he talks about hurtful intentions and words. And N.T. Wright, one of my favorite scholars, says this. Jesus is thinking of words about this text. His point is that words reveal what a person contains deep down. Words reveal your words, my words reveal what we contain. They actually give a look at what's going on deep inside of us. What we say, especially in unguarded moments, says so much about the condition and the contents of our hearts about what's inside of us. And the battle over our tongues is ongoing and very difficult, but worth fighting and worth paying attention to. Next, he speaks of violence. And I would just say violence and sex are different sides of the same coin. So hang with me just for a moment. Violence. When I react to another person with violence, whether it's through my words or my physical actions, I'm typically grasping for a sense of power and control over them. I'm looking to secure myself at the expense of someone else. Thus, violence is an unredeemed assertion of my will over another person. Violent words are just as violent as violent actions. Don't deceive yourself about that. And the truth of the matter is, y'all, violence is a shortcut attempt to achieve security. And one of the reasons for our lashing out is that we oftentimes are lacking security. We don't feel settled. We're threatened. And so we do things that we otherwise would never think we were capable of doing. I mean, just some of you listening to my voice, you have said or done things that have appalled you at various junctures in your life. 
violence. It comes from a sense of trying to secure ourselves. And then sexual sin. Jesus speaks of fornication and adultery. So fornication would be sex when you're not married. Adultery would be sex with someone other than your marriage partner when you are married. And what he's saying here, and I think this is so important, is that sex is not bad. God is actually very pro-sex. But when sex becomes a shortcut to pleasure, power, and connection, when it becomes a kind of checking out or circumventing a process, then we run into real mistakes and problems. And when we feel pressure or tension, we have a tendency, all of us do, to engage in shortcuts, whether that's words, violence, sex, we want to sort of feel better in a hurry. We want to feel something good in a hurry because we're feeling something bad over here. And so oftentimes we just cut the process short and we miss what God has for us. See, what Jesus is saying here is he's wanting us to look at our lives. He's wanting us to not be the kinds of people who take shortcuts and therefore fill the contents of our souls with things that we really don't want. At the end of the day, he's saying, I see your insides and I respond to what's going on inside of you. So I would just ask you as we navigate our way further into this Lenten season to think about what's going on inside of you. And maybe it would be helpful to think about the words you say, uh, violence in your life, um, both through your words and through your actions, and to think about your sexual appetites and to say, what are my shortcuts in these arenas trying to tell me about the state of my heart? See, I believe that Jesus is wanting you to know what's going on inside you right now. And I think furthermore, he wants us to know that the sin of our life doesn't come from nowhere. It comes from somewhere. It comes from deep inside. But conversely, as he redeems our hearts, the virtue in our life doesn't come from nowhere. It'll come from deep inside. Father, I pray that you would help my friends, that you would help us to think about truth and God, that we would be able to actually look at our lives and see things that need to be seen. I just speak blessing over each and every one of us, God, listening to this today. And I ask, Lord, that as we journey further into this Lenten season, I ask for your grace to look at what's inside, knowing, Jesus, that you also see what's inside. Help us to be conformed into your image in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression. Carry it with you into your day as a prayer, coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Mm-hmm.